Each week on Talking Real Estate, we get the best advice, tips and stories from real estate professionals from right here in Adelaide and around the country. So let's get the inside information and introduce this week's guest. Welcome back to Talking Real Estate. The COVID-19 pandemic has changed the way we work and live. People have reassessed their lives and many businesses in South Australia, sadly, have downsized or closed down. Some people are looking for new opportunities and places to live. With borders opening up around the country and more people on the move, you may be looking at relocating interstate. A while back, we spoke with Warren Muggerson about the Sydney property market, and today we're going to find out about the Brisbane real estate market. Joining us on the phone from Brisbane today, from my old stomping ground, is Emma Walter from All Properties Group. Now, I've been following Emma for many years now, and she is a successful professional agent. Emma, welcome to Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate. Hi, thank you so much. So Emma, how long have you been in real estate in Brisbane and how did you get started? So I started in 1997. I was actually a real estate agent selling my grandma's house and I got chatting to him about the industry and the next minute he obviously asked me if I would like to be a receptionist and I said yes. So it grew from there, uh, from reception to property management and then I went into sales in 2008. That's a, the long career you've had, but a successful one. It is. And look, I, I appreciated doing that sort of rental side and then sales because it gave me a better understanding of, I guess, all of the industry, you know, when, when coming now to sell and there's tenants, I can follow sort of the procedure of what I have to do. Yeah, I think more agents should do that. So they get a whole <laughs> understanding of the industry. So Emma, yes. how is the Brisbane property market traveling at the moment? Look, I have to say that we have been, we've been extremely lucky. Look, it's been steady, it's been reliable, but there's been really good growth. Uh, there's, the prices are rising. There seems to be really good demand for property in Brisbane. And I'd have to say I'm, I've been quite happy. It was a bit slower in the beginning when it was a bit of fear of the unknown, but it's certainly a steady and quite a positive market here in, in Brisbane. So what type of properties does your agency sell and what area are you in? So I'm in Algester, which is a 4115 postcode, um, but the office I'm in, we have a small amount of commercial, certainly residential, which is units and houses, and then we also have a property management department handling all the rentals. Just something I wanted to bring in, Emma, we don't have these in Adelaide, but in Brisbane, you have gated communities, don't you? We certainly do. We have where there's houses in the community, so there may be a body corporate, which actually they can use a tennis court pool um, and they have a really nice, they're proper freestanding houses, but they all get along. Uh, it's a lovely, as you said, gated community. And then you've got your townhouses, like your double story and then your small units, sometimes managed by an on-site manager there. Yeah, I remember selling a couple of them and they're really good because you can get uh, very small ones with maybe five or six in them, but you can get very large townhouses with maybe up to 100 in them, which uh, is good because you can share costs with those um, uh, commodities such as swimming pools and such as uh, tennis courts, lifts, etc. That's right. There's even one I'm doing at the moment which has 165 
in that community for the gated thing. So, you know, it's it's quite a big a big area to live within, but a lot of people like it to use the facilities and, and have them maintained for them. So, Emma, how would you say your state differs from other states when it comes to the real estate market? I would have to say on the south side that yep. I find here we're doing a lot of private treaty, whereas Melbourne and Sydney and other areas concentrate a bit more on the auction market. Mm-hmm. Um, I think since COVID and the, I suppose the numbers that we've had have been very positive as being minimal. Um, so we have, we've gone very well and I think the prices have been rising because there are properties in demand. We're selling a bit to investors. Um, that can't come up. Obviously, there's no travel. Well, there's not a lot of travel at the moment. Yep. So they're buying off the plan or buying off the internet. So um, I think it's it's been we've been quite lucky here in in Queensland. So Emma, something that uh, a lot of people ask me about when they do go to Queensland and look at property is the sales commission. It's a little bit different from the rest of the country. Uh, like down here, we're deregulated, so we can virtually charge what we like, um, but. Can you explain how it works in Queensland? Sure. So we're on a percentage type structure. So you should be, most of the uh, percentages we do, it should include the GST. Mm -hmm. Um, So that can range from uh, 2.5% including GST or up to around the 3.3%. Some agencies might be lower, um, some might be higher, but it's definitely a percentage structure that we use in Queensland. So what about investment properties? You just touched on this. Do you get a lot of inquiries from interstate buyers looking to add Brisbane to their property portfolios? I believe since COVID, we've actually had quite a rise. It's um, sort of doubled with the inquiry from interstate investors Mm -hmm. um, and they are looking to grow their portfolios. The interest rates have been extremely low as well. So yeah, I'd have to say that interstate buyers for me um, have, have definitely grown and they don't necessarily, they're not able to view the property apart from on the internet. So they, they've been able to do that. But yes, definitely numbers have grown in, in the interstate investors. Yeah, I noticed also with your website that you do a lot of uh, virtual tours um, with, uh, so people can actually see what the property is even if they can't visit them. 100%. So Matterport, which is like, I would explain it as a, a dollhouse, I guess. It's a floor plan that takes you as a tour through. And and as soon as COVID came in, we thought we need to do something that will assist people not having to come to the property, but they're actually doing a virtual tour from the seat of, you know, in their chair, they can do a virtual tour. And we also do video. So that's something that we've been offering. And it it does, you know, it is assisting buyers, um, you know, feel safe in their home and being able to walk through that property to see if it's something of interest before even visiting. We are speaking with Emma Walter from All Properties Group about the Brisbane property market. Um, Emma, once again, we touched on this. South Australia is a non-auction state, but that is slowly changing. We sell more property here by private treaty. What about Brisbane? Do you sell more properties by auction or private treaty? And in your area, is it different compared to, say, the uh, north side of Brisbane or in the regions? I would say auction is very popular in the city towards the north side. We auction is becoming a lot more popular as a method. There was a sixty-five point five percent overall clearance on the weekend alone. Mm-hmm. So auction has really become a much more popular method. But for me, if the seller feels more comfortable, I tend to lean towards the private treaty method 
a bit more. The sellers feel more comfortable with a price method. Um, but yeah, definitely auction has definitely grown popular in the last two years. Yeah. When I was selling back there in about 2004, 2005, um, to do an auction, you really had to have a special house. It had to be something that, you know, was so unique that you just couldn't put a price on it. But with Brisbane now, um, the way it's spread out, the way that there's a lot more, um, different styles of homes, etc. Um, would you feel that that would change in the future? Do you, do you feel that it might be more auction than private treaty maybe in five or ten years? Yeah, I do. I, I actually really like the method of auction. Um, I think what it is is I think it, once you can really talk to the sellers about how it works and explain that there is two chances of a sale being auction number one and if mm-hmm. it doesn't sell, you take it to a price method and you've had enough price feedback to actually set the price if the auction hasn't been successful. Um, but definitely I would like to see that auction is a much more popular method than Sydney and Melbourne. It's a very popular method. Yes. Um, but I would like to see that, you know, in the next five, ten years being very – I'd like to see it as an even method against the price strategy right. as well. Yeah, I think it's very uh, transparent. Um, you know your market. That's the best thing. But um, it's like anywhere, you know, sometimes uh, it takes a bit of time to get there. Um, what about an average time on market for property in Brisbane? What are you looking at? What what sort of figures are you getting at the moment? So I would be around the sort of 20 days. If it's very well priced, it can go as soon as seven Um I try and do at least one to two open homes so that the seller knows that they haven't accepted anything far too quick. It's, it's obviously, you know, it's had a few inspections through. Um, but auction, I try and do a three-week campaign. Mm-hmm. So between 20 and 30 days with an auction, um, it can take to go. Um, but private treaty, between sort of seven to 20 days, it's they shouldn't be sitting on the market for too much longer. That's pretty good. Very good. I, we, we do have situations here in South Australia in some of the outer suburbs where they can be up to 100 days. So that is absolutely fantastic. Look, it is. I mean, if there's some, some if it's a tenanted property, you can't get access as quickly because you've got to have the consent and, and mm. that sort of thing. So some, or some may be sitting for a reason it could it could have need some sort of you know structural work or it could it could be sitting on the market for a number of reasons but if it's priced well it's in a good position it's promoted well um you know then there should be no reason for it to sit for too long so emma any final tips for our listeners about buying property in brisbane yeah, that's a really good question. I think if you can be finance ready, so get in contact with a bank or a broker, um, find out what you can borrow uh, and then your finance days, you shouldn't need too long and then you know that you are. Our job as an agent is to really find out that that buyer can buy mm-hmm. the property um, and also try and find an agent to assist you that sometimes you can find out about listings before they hit the market. Um, so you might even be able to do like an off-market um, sort of thing with, but yeah, I have a, a range of sort of a list of buyers that I'm also informing of new listings. So yep. um, try and get in contact with an agent that'll look after you. So if our listeners would like to find out more information about buying property in Brisbane, or if they already have a property in Brisbane that they would like to sell or rent out, how can they contact you? Yeah, so I'd love to help anyone uh, that needs assistance there. So you can phone me on zero four zero four. 478 
uh, you can email, which is emma.walter at allpropertiesgroup.com.au or Facebook, Emma Walter at All Properties Group. So if you are looking at relocating or want to add a Brisbane property to your investment portfolio, you need to ensure you speak with a real estate professional like Emma. Emma is working in the Brisbane real estate market every day. But as always, ensure that you get independent financial and legal advice before doing anything. Every person's circumstance is different. Today, we've been speaking with Emma Walter, sales executive from All Property Group. If you would like to contact Emma, you can call her on 0404 478 102 or emma.walter@allpropertygroup.com.au. We'll have all of Emma's details on our Facebook page, Talking Real Estate, after the show. Emma, thank you for joining us today on Talking Real Estate. Thank you so much. We'll be back right after these messages from our sponsors with our open homes in upcoming auctions and Karen's open home of the week. Let's find out what's happening on the weekend with this week's auctions and open homes. Welcome back to the show. This week, Karen and I looked at the area of Highmarsh Island for our upcoming auctions and open homes. So let's have a look at the suburb statistics of Highmarsh Island. The size of Highmarsh Island is approximately 66.8 square kilometres. It has 20 parks covering nearly 6% of the total area and is about 71 kilometres and has a population of approximately 1,400 people. It's located in the lower Murray River near the town of Gorwa. The predominant age group in Highmarsh Island is 60 to 69 years and households in Highmarsh Island are predominantly childless couples and are likely to be repaying $1,000 to $1,399 per month on mortgage repayments. In general, people in Highmarsh Island work in a professional occupation. 74.5% of homes in Highmarsh Island are owner-occupied, with 25.5% of people renting. The medium house price in Highmarsh Island is $465,000, and homes rent out for a medium rent in Highmarsh Island for $355 per week. And the medium rental yield is 4.11%, and a current vacancy rate of 0.27%. And it's being reported at this time, the average for on being on market in High Marsh Island is 216 days. So let's have a look at the open homes and upcoming auctions for this week. But before we find out what Karen picked for her open home of the week and the other properties we have to offer, we have Emma Walter back on the line from All Property Group in Brisbane who has a great property to share with us. Emma, what property have you got for our listeners in Brisbane? Thank you so much. So this is actually in Aldesta Private Court. It's a beautiful two-storey home uh, and it offers um, three built-in bedrooms. It's got two renovated bathrooms with powder room, double garage, great living, uh, and it's a $30 body corporate per week. But with that, you get to use the tennis court and the pool, 
and it's in a very convenient location with bus stop out the front. Is there a price quote on this property? Yes, yeah, 609000 and the motivated sellers are ready to move. And if our listeners would like to contact you, how can they do so? Please do. My, I'll give you my mobile number. It's 0404-478-102. So if you'd like to have a look at that property, we'll put all the details on our Facebook page, Talking Real Estate, after the show. Emma, thanks for joining us on Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate. Thank you so much. Let's find out what Karen picked as the Open Home of the Week. Hi everyone, Karen here to bring you my Open Home of the Week segment. Now after viewing the um, properties, Ron, the one that stood out for me was 35 Prince Alfred Parade High Marsh Island and it has four bedrooms, two bathrooms and two car spaces on 1,018 square metres of land. Now Ron, the thing I liked about this home is how the architectural property is positioned on an established waterfront allotment. It has an open plan kitchen with stone bench tops and a separate lounge room overlooking the water. But I think the manicure grounds including pond, private jet spa pool and your very own workshop and this would have to be one of my favourite areas. And the home comes with a dishwasher ceiling fans, sun sails, solar and security alarm with cameras. Now, I think this is suited to a working couple with teenage children. Now, the property guide for this home is 570000 to 580000 Now, the agency marketing this property is Hardcourt South and the home is open for inspection today at 1.30pm to 2pm. Also, Ron, we have another two open homes, one open for today and the second open for Sunday. Now, the first one open for today is on the 14th of November is 5 Ventura Place, High Marsh Island. This home has four bedrooms, three bathrooms and four car spaces on 270 square metres of land. I loved how they had a kitchenette upstairs and also a large second bathroom with a spa bath. The price guide for this home is is 490000 to 520000 And the agency who is marketing this property is Hardcourt South and the home is open for inspection between 11am to 11.30am. Now the second one is open for inspection on Sunday the 15th of November at 42 Edison Street, High Marsh Island. Now this home has four bedrooms, two bathrooms and six car spaces on 1,670 square metres of land. I like the way they have an open veranda on the waterfront with a boat ramp close to the back property. Now the price guide for this home is 645000 to 600000 75,000. Now the agency who is marketing the property is Hard Courts South Coast and the home is open for inspection between 11am to 11.45am. Now this is all I have this week for my open home. So all the property information you have heard today can be found on our Facebook page at Talking Real Estate. 
There's only one property that's come up for rent this week in High Marsh Island. High Marsh Island is predominantly an area for rental properties that are for holiday homes. Now, this one's at 44 Sydney Parade, High Marsh Island. Uh, it's a lovely, two spacious two-storey home. It's in a quiet location, only one street from the river, perfect for fishing, boating, or just relaxing on the balcony and enjoying the water views, and is ideal for two families. The home comprises of five bedrooms, two living areas upstairs with a TV and DVD and downstairs also with a TV and kitchenette area. Additional features include um, air conditioning to both floors, ceiling fans to most rooms, fully length balcony with blinds, outdoor furniture and barbecue. The boat ramp is only 200 metres and there's ample of uh, heaps and heaps of off-street parking. The home operates on a rainwater system and is not connected to the main supply. It sleeps 10 guests. It, it, uh, it has uh, queen and double beds. It also has single beds. Sorry, no pets or smoking. Um, guests to provide their own linen or linen service are available from Victor Linen. Um, now, the rates for this property they're asking is $750 and the bond is $500. If you would like to get more information about this property, we'll put it on our Facebook page after the show. Well, once again, we come to the end of our show. I would like to give a shout-out to Kenny and Danny Freeney from the Gold Coast and Colin Fiedler for listening to us today. Also, to everyone that we met at the Voice of Italy concert last night, it was a fantastic performance, wasn't it, Karen? Yes, Ron. We had a great night at Voice of Italy and it was wonderful meeting some of our listeners. Yeah, Karen, it was fantastic meeting some of our listeners last night at The Voice of Italy, and we're going to continue meeting more of Radio Italia Uno's listeners today. Karen and I are going to an outside broadcast that Radio Italia Uno is doing at the St. Francis Xavier Cathedral in Wakefield Street in Adelaide. This is going to be a mass done by the Archbishop of Adelaide, Patrick O'Regan, to celebrate the South Australian immigrants that have come here from Italy and wanted to start a new life. So we hope to see you there. We also have some other events coming up here at Radio Italia Uno. Uh, learn and understand how to master our brain. Change negative thinking with Alessandro Gavello, who can be heard here every Monday from 3 to 4 p.m. The seminar will be presented on Friday, November the 20th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 265 Sturt Street, Adelaide. How to master your brain. Change negative thinking. It's fun and an interactive workshop that that will teach us how to take control of our brain. Simply call the radio station and book with Marta on 82123177 or send an email to marta at ataliauno.com.au. The cost is $90. Many illness have been linked to stress, anger, sadness, guilt and one or more of these are negative emotions. So try to improve your life with Alexandro and Mastering Your Brain. We also have a cheese and wine tasting experience on November the 27th. The cost of this event is $60 and you're going to celebrate with us the Italian cuisine in Adelaide with Agro Adventures and Radio Italia Uno. 
traveling with us to four different re- Italian regions through a sensory experience, tasting some of the most iconic and traditional Italian products. A journey in space and time for learning more about these delicacies, their history, and the food wine match, which will be done by Simone. The right here at Radio Italia Uno. Now, if you want to book this cheese and wine wine tasting experience and I've been told it is going to be a absolutely fantastic event you can by ringing the radio station Radio Italia Uno and booking your tickets now there are only limited seats so you must make sure that you book these tickets as soon as possible just give us a call right here at Radio Italia Uno at the station on 82123177 Well, that is the end of Talking Real Estate for this week. I would like to thank our weekly guest, Emma Walter from Brisbane, from the All Property Group, who reported about the Brisbane property market. I would like to also thank our co-producer, Karen Fiedler, for producing the show with me and filming us on Facebook Live. Stay tuned for Mark and Billy with Sports Agenda at 11am. Until next week, bye for now. You have been listening to Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Thanks to our sponsors. To listen to our program again, go to our podcast on our Facebook page or at talkingrealestate.com.au. Welcome to Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate, an informative and engaging hour discussing everything you need to know about the world of real estate in Adelaide and around the country. Your host, Ron Fiedler, will provide you with insight and guidance from real estate experts on how to buy, sell, finance and invest in real estate and much more. Now sit back and relax with your host for Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate, Ron Fiedler. Hello and welcome. It's Saturday morning. I'm Ron Fiedler, your host, and this is Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno. So happy that you have joined us. With me in the studio is Karen Fiedler, our co-producer, filming us on Facebook Live. Now, let's find out what we have on today's show. On our show today in Real Estate News, we find out where it is better to buy a property than to rent one, and the demand for property in Wyala, Port Pirie and Port Augusta. We look at this week's real estate auction and housing numbers in the weekly snapshot. We are back over to Italy for Idea Lister's Italian Property Report and the Italian Property of the Week. Our guest this week is Emma Walter from All Properties Group, who will speak to us about the Brisbane real estate market. And if you're looking to move a little out of Adelaide, we will bring you properties from Highmarsh Island in our open homes and upcoming auctions. And as we do each week, Karen will bring you her Open Home of the Week. Well, a jam-packed show is on the way. Don't forget, if you wish to contact us during the show, you can on WhatsApp. The number is 0412-433-411. Now it's time to bring you Adelaide's only independent real estate show, Talking Real Estate. 
All information provided on Talking Real Estate has been obtained from sources we believe to be accurate and correct at time of broadcasting. However, we cannot guarantee the information accuracy and we accept no liability for any errors or omissions. Interested parties should make their own inquiries and obtain their own legal advice. In real estate news this week, the advertiser's Jessica Brown is reporting on where it is better to buy a property than to rent one. Tenants and first home buyers looking to get a foot on the property ladder can breathe a sigh of relief as a new report reveals the price gap between buying and renting is narrowing. The Aussie Buy versus Rent report exclusively provided to the advertiser reveals the proportion of Adelaide suburbs where the cost of paying a mortgage is less than rental repayments. Under the discounted variable mortgage rate scenario, five years ago only 11% of suburbs were more affordable to pay down a mortgage on a house than rent, said the report commissioned by mortgage broker Aussie in partnership with CoreLogic. By September 2020, the proportion had increased to 35%. The trend across the unit sector has been similar but more amplified. Five years ago, the proportion was 20% compared with 73% on September 2020 numbers. The proportion was higher under a three-year fixed-term mortgage, the report said. 66% of suburbs were more affordable to make mortgage repayments on a house than renting, while 100% of suburbs were cheaper to repay a mortgage for units than renting, the report said. The largest savings for houses were across the northern suburbs, while the top 10 areas for units were more diverse. The analyst considered a principal in interest loan on both a discounted variable rate at 3.65% and a three-year fixed rate of 2.35% over 30 years. The report said the trend towards cheaper mortgage repayments across Adelaide was a tribute to lower interest rates as well as the fact that rents have generally risen at a faster pace than housing values over the past five years. LJ Hooker, Craigmore, Elizabeth agent Andrew Rose said record low interest rates and increasing rents in the northern suburbs were making it cheaper to pay a mortgage. The reason rents are going higher and higher and higher is there are no rentals left, he said. The rental market is the strongest I've ever seen. You go to an inspection and there are 20 people. David and Deanna Lambert recently bought a house in Smithfield Plains for $189,000 after renting for 20 years, most recently in Elizabeth East. They were paying $1,350 a month in rent, but now are paying $720 a month on their mortgage. Even after other costs associated with owning, Mr Lambert said they were better off. It feels a whole lot better because we know it's not dead money and we can do whatever we like to our house. It's a blank canvas for us, he said. The top five suburbs where it's cheaper to pay a mortgage than rent if you want to buy a house is Elizabeth North, Elizabeth Downs, Smithfield, Elizabeth South and Davron Park. And for units, you're looking at Mawson Lakes, Salisbury, Adelaide, Kemsick and Lights View. 
The advertiser's Tom Bowden is reporting on the demand for property in Wyala, Port Pirie and Port Augusta is on the rise. Properties in Wyala, Port Pirie and Port Augusta are in high demand on the back of significant investment in the region driven by billionaire Santiv Gutiv's overhaul of the Wyala Steelworks. According to realestate.com.au data, homes in Wyala have shown the greatest increase with values up 18.1% on this time last year, 37.8% over three years and 10.7% on this time five years ago. They sit at a medium price of $310,000. Elders Wyala property consultant Michael Skoll said the recent overhaul of the steelworks had dramatically increased confidence in the regional city's property market. We now have investors coming into the market, whereas we hadn't seen investors in the market for five years, Mr Skoll said. The vibe in the city is great and the confidence is back. Home prices in Port Pirie West are up 18.4% on this time last year, 2.3% over the past three years and 15.4% over the past five years to a medium of $112,500. While home values in Port Augusta were down, Ray White Port Augusta selling agent Jason O'Haran said the market was changing partly with COVID-19. Last month, I sold more properties in the one month than I have in any other month in my 10 years in real estate, he said. And Jim Adelaide reported this week that Adelaide is deemed Australia's most livable city in a new survey. Adelaide Central and Hills area have been deemed the most livable metropolitan locations in the country in a new IPAS survey. IPAS Life in Australia 2020 Livable Index gave the areas a ranking of 71.5. Adelaide was the only metropolitan location in the country that rated above average across all 16 livable metrics. Sydney dominated the 10 most livable metropolitan locations with four areas. Sutherland in second spot, the city and inner south in sixth place, North Sydney and Hornsby in seventh, and Northern Beaches ranked number eight. In other metropolitan locations, Perth and Brisbane both had two areas in the top ten. In Perth, the inner area was in third spot and the northwest in ninth spot, while in Brisbane it was the inner city in fifth position. Brisbane West ranked 10th and Melbourne had one area in the top 10, with the inner self taking 4th position. The most livable regional location was the Murray region in New South Wales with a ranking of 70.4. It rated above average compared to other regional locations for every metric except for access to the natural environment. The number one attribute for Australians when choosing a place to live is feeling safe for both metropolitan and regional areas. Similarly, for both areas, affordability, decent housing and high quality health services round out the top three most important attributes. For metropolitan Australia, reliable and efficient tr public transport and access to the natural environment were the fourth and fifth most important attributes. While for regional Australia, access to the natural environment sat as fourth most important attribute and good job prospects as the fifth. And this is your real estate news for this week. And now on Radio Italia Uno, talking real estate, the weekly snapshot. 
the week that was in real estate from Adelaide and around the country. CoreLogic is reporting for the week ending the 8th of November 2020, there were 1,758 homes taken to auction across the combined capital cities this week, slightly higher than the previous week where 1,747 auctions were held. Of the 1,420 results collected so far, 73.2% were successful. Last week, a preliminary clearance rate of 77% was recorded across the combined capitals, revising down to 71% at final figures. One year ago, 2,412 homes were taken to auction and 70.6% of reported auctions were successful. In our home state of South Australia, our clearance rate was 77.8%, with a total of 74 auctions, with 74 being reported. Adelaide had 9 properties sold prior to auction, 40 properties sold at auction, 2 properties sold after auction, with 23 properties passed in, and no properties were drawn from the auction process. So we had 51 properties cleared by the auction process and 23 uncleared auctions. This week we had 388 non-auction private treaty sales. The other states reported clearance rates as follows. Brisbane had a clearance rate of 36.4%, Canberra 76.2%, Melbourne's clearance rate was 71.8%, Perth had a clearance rate of 44.4%, Sydney 78.6% and Tasmania had two reported auctions. And in Adelaide, the top house that sold this week was a three-bed, one-bath, four-car property on 678 square metres of land at Cheltman Street, Malvern, that sold for $1,150,000, and a two-bed, one-bath, one-car unit on 85 square metres in Walkley's Road, Southampton Park, that sold for $400,000. Now you're up to date with this week's Snapshot. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors with the Italian Property Report. Now it's time on Radio Italia Uno to head over to Italy and find out about the Italian property market. Welcome back to Talking Real Estate. Before we start the Italian Property Report, we would just like to say that everyone here at Talking Real Estate sends our prayers and thoughts over to Italy Breaking news overnight that Italy has um, passed 1 million COVID-19 cases and that Naples hospitals are doing very, very badly at the moment. They have more patients than they do have hospital beds. And we really do hope that Italy, especially Naples, pulls through this and becomes stronger. So we're sending all of our thoughts and prayers over to Italy at this time. And in the Italian Property Report, Idealista is reporting, can you travel to your second home in Italy? The Italian government recently adopted a series of new stricter measures in a bid to curb the increasing number of COVID-19 cases in the country in recent weeks and months. The most recent set of coronavirus rules and restrictions in Italy include a nationwide curfew and a three-tier system of rules aimed at slowing down the spread of the virus.
In a bid to lower the numbers of cases before the Christmas 2020 holiday period, some of the new measures introduce features early closure for bars and restaurants, the closure of cinemas, gyms and other leisure facilities, and increasing online learning in schools and universities, while working from home is still strongly encouraged amongst other restrictions. But what does all this mean for those planning to travel to Italy in the near future, in particular for those who may own a second home in the country? This mainly all depends where you are, tra- are planning to travel to and also where you are travelling from. The three-tier system in Italy is based on a colour code according to the intensity of the pandemic in the area and divides the nation's 20 regions into red, high-risk, orange, medium-risk and yellow, low-risk zones. The most restrictive measures under the decree include local lockdowns and shop closures, will evidently apply in the red zones and unless justified people are prohibited from entering or leaving the area. The same applies in orange zones while here the majority of shops are allowed to remain open. The rest of Italy that falls under the yellow category is subject only to nationwide measures for the movement. With all of this in mind, it is vital to check the latest information from the local authorities regarding the restrictions in the area you plan to travel to and remember that the rules and restrictions are subject to change at any moment. If you are travelling from outside Italy, then bear in mind that there are also specific restrictions depending on your destination of origin. Travelling in the current climate is highly discouraged, but if you must travel to Italy, then make sure to check the restrictions that concern your country of origin. These restrictions remain unchanged from the last emergency decree in Italy. With travel from outside Europe subject to the strictest measures, keep in mind that a negative coronavirus test may also be required if you are travelling from certain areas, including the United Kingdom. It is also worth noting that if you are registered as a resident in Italy or if you hold Italian citizenship, then you are allowed to enter the country and travel to your place of residence. Italia 1 876 and the Italian property guides put their quick guide to the first things to do when you move to Italy. The first thing to do is follow the rules. Check the current rules on the Italian Ministry website to see if you need to self-isolate or have a COVID test on arrival in Italy. Next thing to do is get a tax number. Before anything else, you'll need to get a tax Italian tax code. You will be asked for it in various situations, including when purchasing or renting a property in Italy, and it is essential that you have this number. Find accommodation. To be able to register residency, you'll need to have a permanent address. Ideally, you'll have purchased a property you can move into straight away and have your documents for it. And then, of course, you want to buy a property. The dream is to arrive in Italy and purchase a property straight away. If you have funds ready and available to move quickly, you will be in a stronger position to negotiate on price. And also get a lawyer to check that everything is in order at the seller's end. The next thing you want to do is secure health care. Once officially a resident in Italy, you can register with the Italian National Health Service. Then what you want to do is make sure that you register your residency with the local authorities. 
then what you want to do is get your finances in order. Make sure you can demonstrate you have enough money to support yourself and not be a burden on the state. You will be asked to show a bank statement with your residency application. They will be looking for an amount or income that is higher than the current Italian social security income. You want to get an Italian phone. When you move to Italy, it is sensible to get an Italian phone number as soon as possible. Tradespeople, delivery drivers, government officials and even other expats aren't going to want to contact you on a foreign number. When you buy an Italian SIM card, you are generally asked for your application of residency and they will photocopy your passport. Monthly payments start from the from five euros and exchange your driver's license. After moving your residency to Italy, you should exchange your driver's license for an Italian one. And they are the quick guide to what you should do if you're moving to Italy. Italia 1 87.6 And this week's idea list of property of the week is an elegant B&B in southern Italy. Italy's stunning southern coast is an unbeatable holiday destination and is home to a large number of expats who have opted for a new life in the sun. Located in the lower part of Salento in the Dizzo municipality, in the peaceful village of Maritma, home to this beautiful property which is currently used as a B&B. Just over one kilometre from the coast, this location is a perfect investment property in Italy with the options of continuing the B&B or using this property as a spacious holiday villa. The 400 square metre property is built over two levels and has a magnificent and welcome paromatic terrace equipped with a hot tub and all the necessary comforts. The property also has a beautiful heated pool in the garden area, meaning it can be enjoyed even in the winter months. Whether you choose to open your own B&B or keep this stunning property to yourself, you or your guests are ensured to find complete relaxation within the elegant walls of this property. The ground floor is home to an impressive entrance hall and a fully equipped breakfast room with a modern kitchen area. The property has a total of six beautiful suites, two of which are located on the ground floor. These ground floor spaces enjoy their own veranda, while the remaining four bedrooms are found on the first floor, each with its own spacious balcony and beautiful views. Each room has its own luxury bathroom and truly reflects the elegance and attention of detail of the whole building. This beautiful property is the perfect place to enjoy Italy's stunning south as well as being an exciting investment opportunity. If you're up for the challenge or see yourself living a life of luxury in this elegant property, then look no further. This property is now for sale on Idealista for €950,000 or $1,546,258 Australian dollars. Well, with the pandemic on and looking for new opportunities, what an opportunity this is. It is a beautiful property. I'm looking at the pictures and I'd just love to move there. I could see it for myself, but just imagine being able to produce an income straight away, buy the property and also have an income. If you would like to see this property, then just go to our Facebook page, Talking Real Estate, after the show and we'll have the details for you to have a look at for yourself. 
we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors with our weekly guest, Emma Walter from the All Properties Group, who's going to discuss the Brisbane real estate market.